Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And thank you, Lord, for a new day. There are burdens that come our way. But your word says, Lord, that you load us daily with your benefits and you bear up our burdens every single day. It also says that you renew your mercy for us every morning. And you are ever willing to pour out your grace over us. You are slow to anger, ever merciful, gracious and of great kindness. This is what your word says about you in relation to us. And so we look upon our father, that same father who has all these in his nature. And you call each of us by name to be with you. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing in our lives. You are stirring up something in our spirit. And you are ever willing to pour out your peace and your joy into our hearts. Also your revelation. So that from the knowledge of your word, <clears throat> when you give us that understanding, you fill us with your wisdom and you said, let him who lacks that wisdom ask and you shall give it ungrudgingly the full measure. Not in accordance with what we deserve, but in accordance with your heart, ever willing to raise us up so much so that you even gave Jesus to be sacrificed, his blood to be shed for our sake. That out of that sin offering, that atonement, we might have that way back into your kingdom. We thank you, Father, for that. And the peace and the joy that you share with us, Lord, this morning, that fills our hearts, that exceeds all our understanding, that which only you can give and no one can take away. We share it with all that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this prayer group and their families, with those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all those that do not yet know you, even though they are Christians. And with all those that do not want to know you, let their hearts be quickened and turned towards you, Father. Their eyes be opened to see the truth of your glory. And let that glory and that truth set them free. In the name of Jesus. So as we make our prayer, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our father, the one who is the lifter and preserver of men. The God of Abraham who always honors faith. The God who is the ancient of days who is our deliverer and our shield and strength. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who makes it all real to us, the word himself, who you gave to us as our daily manna, that you feed us every single time we connect with that word and read from it. And we thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. We pray in the name of your spirit, the one who makes that word come alive to us, who has made his tabernacle, his residence in our body. That the same spirit of the creator, that force, the greatest force in the universe resides within us. And when God is for us, who can be against us? Let us go out with that understanding 
and hold on to our faith, not what we just believe that someone told us, but that which your word says about you. Heaven and earth shall pass and your word shall not pass. So when it says this is your nature and this is what you have promised us, we hold on to that promise. That is our faith, Father. We thank you that you have blessed us with the gift of that word. You have blessed us with the gift of your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer to connect that word and connect with your spirit. To pray that word back to you so that you bring revelation, so that you bring transformation, you bring renewal and you show the way. We thank you, Lord, that you have made us stewards of your creation. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and also angels and destiny help us. You are ever willing to make those provisions and those resources available to us. So that in every circumstance, no matter our vulnerability, you are there. Just like Jesus said in Matthew 28, 20, I will always be with you. I will never leave you even unto the end of time. We thank you, Lord, that in all our challenges today, you are here with us. And you are showing us the way when we surrender and submit it all to you and ask you to take over. That is the power of our prayer. And we thank you, Lord, for that gift. <clears throat> and as we make our reflection and our prayer this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting that will pray with the recording and their families and those of their near and dear ones by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about us, each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our word, that power that is given to us in our spoken word. Where the Lord said life and death are in the power of your tongue. So we herald the power by reading your word, Lord, and saying every word, declaring it from our hearts. Your word in Isaiah 55 verse 10 that says, As the rain and snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. It will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in the name of Jesus in faith. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Yesterday we reflected on leaving a legacy for others that follow or will come after us. In every area of our lives, including our family, our ministry, and even our workplace. As I reflected on this teaching later in the day, the Lord said, yes, even your workplace. When it's time to move on, you must leave some legacy that will bless others. And today I'd like to reflect on building that legacy. And when we think of how we will build that legacy, the first thing that comes to mind is God's first command to men. What was God's first command to men? To men. The first one that he gave immediately after he created man. In Genesis 1 verse 28, he said, be fruitful and multiply. 
Now, many people look at this as have children and grow your genetic legacy. That's what they understand of be fruitful and multiply. But this is more than the obvious physical. And unfortunately, that is not what God only meant. Let's look at the rest of the verse. Verse 28. He went on to say, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And that is not by the count of your children. You don't replenish the earth that way. And then subdue it and have dominion over the fish, the fowl, and every living thing that moves. You don't need to have children to subdue. So what did he really mean? He meant very simply, be productive. A fruitful activity multiplies or adds to what is already there, producing more of it. That's what it says, be fruitful and multiply. Now for fruit to appear, what do you need first? A seed which grows into a tree, meaning it undergoes process and then produces fruit. And you notice in this verse, God never said anything about the seed there. He talks about seed in a lot of other places where he explains that process. You can see in Genesis 8 verse 22, he said seed time and harvest will always be there while the earth remains. So why did God not talk about seed here and directly jump to the fruit stage? It is because he expects and in fact he knows that there is a seed because he put it there. He already gave you the seed. That seed is within you. So that seed and this process is already given to you. And that he says is, and all that he says is use your seed, go through the process and be fruitful, be productive. Did he say borrow from others? No, he said use your seed. Now you are probably thinking, what is this seed? And the answer lies within you. Look within you. If he expects you to be productive and to succeed, he has already given you all that is needed for you to succeed. He would not expect that success without giving you what is needed for it. So look within Identify it, use it, follow the rules that he gives in his word and that process that he has set for it. And then see result. That is what he means by be fruitful. In your finances, in fact, in every aspect of your life, be productive. So your seed is that brilliant idea that the Holy Spirit gives you when you are thinking of how do I solve this problem? In fact, every problem is an opportunity for you to grow. We need to renew our mind to look at it that way. Rather than looking at how do I get out this part out of this problem, there are very few that look at it and say, what is the opportunity? Those that pick the opportunity will be fruitful. Your seed is a kind word that opens doors of opportunity. 
when you speak to others, even strangers. And then sometimes out of those strange conversations come destiny helpers. Your seed is forgiveness that restores relationships that may have been strained for a while. Near and dear ones, dear old friends, family members that have not been speaking for a long time. In every form, your seed is whatever can be used for you to make things fruitful in your life. To produce good outcomes. And then God multiplies the seed you sow. He said, be fruitful and multiply. Now, a good thing there is he didn't say be fruitful and add. I mean, you look at many places. He often says there is no, no word, no mention of addition. There is only or subtraction either. He only talks of multiply. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10 says, Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Multiply your seed for sowing. So he multiplies, in fact, he multiplies the ideas and then when you are open to it, he multiplies the opportunities. That is what is multiply the seed for sowing. So be fruitful and he will multiply. We can't be lazy or have a casual approach and then expect that multiplication to happen. That will not happen. Many of us sometimes look for solutions outside us. That someone from somewhere will come and pray for me. Someone will do something for me and get me a job while I sit and wait and do nothing about it. If that is you, think again. The solution to your problem does not lie with them. It lies with you. They might still have the opportunity, but it is for you to show initiative and make a start. And then that can happen. <clears throat> It must start with your seed, your initiative. And that initiative, that seed then qualifies you as being productive. When you look at the book of Deuteronomy, there are many, in fact, multiple references of God's multiplication. Deuteronomy 7, Deuteronomy 8, Deuteronomy 13, there's multiple locations where it talks about God's multiplication. Now let's go deeper into fruitful. We covered a bit of this in our series on build your house. In Matthew 12, verse 33, Jesus said, a tree is known by its fruit. Now you link this with what is said in Genesis 1.28. Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. And in John 15, verses 5 to 7, he said, I am the true wine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. So he's giving you the way. He's talking about the process. When we are born again, the first process that starts in us is the Holy Spirit producing His fruit in us. And Sister Shanin covered a powerful series on the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You can reference that in Galatians 5 verse 22, which talks about all the various kind of fruit 
Notice that it doesn't say plural fruits. It says fruit. They're all one. It all starts together. And this is God reiterating that same first command to man. Be fruitful. This time he says, let me help you achieve it. Let me help you produce my kind of fruit in you. If you have missed that teaching, go back to our YouTube page and our podcast and you can see both these series there. The series on fruit of the Holy Spirit done by Sister Shanin and the other series on build your house. So here he's saying be fruitful in the Spirit and they'll know you as a tree by your fruit. They'll know your relationship with Jesus by your fruit. And it is that relationship and your understanding of his principles. He said, I came that you might have abundance. The understanding of that, that brings fruit within you. That brings productivity, that brings success. And that is what Galatians 2 verse 20 is all about. Conforming to his image and letting his image and likeness be manifest as the fruit of faith and the journey with the Holy Spirit manifest in our lives. And that is God's first command at the beginning of the creation of man. And when man is born again, whenever we started our new life, the first thing that God said to us in the physical in Genesis and in the spiritual when you are born again in the spirit and made alive in the spirit. Be fruitful. That is what we need to always remember and look for opportunities to be and to stay fruitful. If you look at it on the whole, this is what the teaching of the Bible is about. His principles, his promises and understanding of them his prophecies as well and an understanding of them and how to use them for our benefit. The Bible says it is he who teaches us to profit. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we understand the meaning of that fruitfulness in our lives. What is our purpose and how can we be fruitful and align with that purpose? So that we don't just produce success by our own standards, but it is a harvest, 30-fold, 60-fold and 100-fold. In our finances, in our relationships, in our spiritual journey with you, in our nature, your image and your likeness, and in our ministry to others as well, where that same is reflected out and helps bring transformation in others too. Give us that discernment and understanding, Lord, to walk with you into that journey of being fruitful. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized this day, we pray for all those families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division and separation. We pray in a special way for our children. 
that they remain connected with your word, Lord. And we ask for your spirit to fill their lives this day. That as they are growing, there are all kinds of wicked influences that come our way. We ask for that protection over these little lives, Lord. We pray also in a special way for all those that are battling all kinds of yoke of the enemy, including addictions, all kinds of compulsive behaviors. And staying ignorant, prayerless, busy, poor and powerless. Deploy of the enemy to keep your people away from you. And health continually weak and vulnerable. We come against that by the precious blood of Jesus. And we pray also for our own personal needs, Lord, those of our families, especially those family and friends that are not yet saved. Quicken them, O Father, and draw them near to you. For unless you draw them, they cannot come. But when you draw them, out of their hearts shall they cry. They cry out to your name. And we know that everyone that calls on your name shall be delivered. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And we release our prayer and our faith as we make our prayer now in the spirit, believing that we have received every request that we raised to you this morning. We make this our prayer of agreement there, Lord, in the spirit. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift of tongues to release your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yasana <laughs> <laughs> 
Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let your light dispel every darkness in our lives, Lord. Let us be filled by your radiance. Everyone that we have raised for in this prayer as well this day. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture being given today is from Galatians 6, 7 to 10. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a person sows, that they will also reap. For those who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But they who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a couple of scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Ezekiel 36, verse 26 and 27, quoted from the NIV. It says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. The second one is from Luke chapter 3 verses 8 and 9 quoted from the NIV that says, Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe 
is already at the root of the trees. And every tree that does not produce fruit, good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. The third one is from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, quoted from the King James Version that says, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. That's a big lesson for each of us to meditate on. What is the Lord saying to us there? And a fourth scripture is from Psalm 23. It says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share it with your family and friends and encourage them as well to participate. They can join our prayer group. Send them the link to join. They can pray for each other and raise their prayer requests there as well. There is power in that prayer of agreement when made in this group. Also a reminder about our Bible study topic this uh, evening. The topic is the second part, a continuation in our series on changing the seen and shaping the unseen, where we will continue to learn in depth about the unseen realm of the spirit, how to begin to look at things which are not seen with the natural eye. This is a powerful topic for those who want to live by faith and not by sight. So please share the links. We have already shared a message this morning on our Telegram group that has links for people to join on Zoom and YouTube along with the program and the time zones mentioned in it. Please share that message with your family and friends and invite them to come. Invite at least one person that will join us today. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Friday, everyone. We shall see you at Bible study this evening. Thank you, Thank Russell. You. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.